0: I always feel safer speaking from this level because I have a tendency to trip up and down steps and uh, I don't want to do that. Today is Senior Appreciation Sunday. It was moved from the midst of COVID time in September but no one looked to see what the set readings were today. And both Roger Seneschel, who's preaching in the uh, traditional service, and I have wrestled with these readings because they don't seem to fit very well, but we'll do our best with them. What we look at this morning is the reading about a woman who spent years trying to get pregnant. Hannah yearned for a child. She yearned for a son and considered herself to be a failure because she wasn't able, it seemed, to have babies. What made it worse was that her husband had a second wife and uh, she was one of those women who just had to say the word baby and she'd get pregnant. And she was capable of having endless numbers of children while Hannah couldn't and she rubbed Hannah's nose in that. But all this didn't make Hannah bitter. She was hurting, of course. But she turned it into prayer and she became one of the great women of prayer that we find in the Old Testament. She took her troubles to the Lord And as she took her troubles to the Lord, she found other concerns which got pulled into her prayer life in the wake of what her anxiety was. Now let's set the scene a little. Israel was a mess. Can't be put any softer than that. About 200 years earlier, uh, they had come out of Egypt the wilderness of Sinai and into the land which God promised them and God's call to them was that they would be a people who would be a blessing to all the people of the world but instead of that what they did in this couple of centuries was pick up some of the worst characteristics of the nations that were around them in fact they not only picked them up but they made some of them even worse and this was reflected in the tabernacle at Shiloh where Eli was the priest and Hophni and Phinehas, his sons, were the assistant clergy there. And they were prize exhibits of what clergy should not be. And Hannah, every year when the family went to Shiloh, saw this and it obviously troubled her intensely. And so she prayed for the nation as well as her own particular anxiety about having a child. And we know this because if you get to the beginning of chapter 2 of 1 Samuel, you'll find an example of Hannah's prayer. And it prays for a much broader canvas of stuff than just her having a child. Now, her prayer, and perhaps the prayer of various others, of a handful of those who still believed in the Lord God and His redemptive work, her prayers played a role in saving Israel from the gutter of history. And as you read uh, the chapters that follow this, you see the impact of Hannah's prayer. First Samuel begins with Hannah praying because the fruit of Hannah's prayer are there in First Samuel and Second Samuel and First Kings and Second Kings as the Lord shaped his nation. And she played herself a key role in answering these prayers by dedicating her son who was finally born to her Samuel to the service of the Lord the whole of his life. So then, what has all this to do with senior citizens like me? She was clearly an individual who, if you read through the chapters which follow this first chapter of Samuel, continued her life of prayer. And she continued to nurture Samuel so that he would become the leader of the people of Israel that God required in order to to turn the ship around at that particular point. Now after Eli's rather tragic death and the death of his sons on a battlefield and the loss of the ark to the Philistines who took it off down into their own country, Samuel seems to have returned home to his family, to his mother, to Ramah, where his father and mother lived. And as you read all the way through the book, you find that that's where Samuel lived for the rest of his life. And his mother was there with him. He was educated by her he was advised by her he is he was prayed for by her and to be both mother and elder as it were to him faithful mothers are very important as far as their children are concerned we learn a lot about god from the knee of a faithful mother now what this does is to take Hannah to the point of old age and therefore we can talk about her in the context of a senior appreciation day she was a senior by this point and she was a very serious senior in the life of the people of Israel We live in a culture which has probably since the 60s and maybe before that, uh, diminished the elderly. I know because when I was a young priest in my 20s, that's something that I did. All these wretched old people wandering around the place. They were nonsense. And yes, we all get older. If you hadn't thought about that, now is the time to do so. It comes to all of us. You get some wrinkles, you get grey hair and if you're a male, you tend to lose it as well. We decline physically. Our memory loses its edge. And yet for those of us in this generation, we are born at a time when there is so much blessing from modern medicine that we have been given by God bonus years. The Bible talks about three score and ten years, or maybe if you're strong you'll get to four score years, up to eighty. But today we have bonus years in which we can be healthy and active and play our part in the life of the community. And many of us do. We play a part in the life of our family. Grandma is a very important people, to uh, a person, to our four grandchildren, uh, as we discovered when we celebrated her birthday yesterday. We are a blessing in the life of the wider community. We can be a blessing in the life of the parish to which we belong. And one of the strange things which we discover as we get older is that most of us do actually accumulate some wisdom from the ups and downs of life, from our failures and our successes as we've experienced them. And we're there to share that wisdom with those who come after us. And that was Hannah. She was the wise woman behind her son Samuel. And as a result, the time of Hannah and the time of Samuel became a major turning point in history, not just in the history of Israel, although that was important, but in the history of the world, because it was out of this Israel that our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, was born. And in many ways, her prayers played a part in facilitating that as she, in her prayer, cooperated with the Sovereign God. It's not easy being old and uh, those of us who are a little older uh, discover that day by day. Uh, Things ache and things break but at the same time, We are here and we are called to be part of the wider community. And the wider community is called to share itself with us so that we can uh, be in a good relationship with one another. It's not easy being old. But then, as I look at my grandchildren, it's not easy being a teenager either. And I think I prefer to be an older rather than a younger, when I look at what teenagers have to face today. Several weeks ago, I read a piece uh, in the New York Times by Margaret Renkel. Margaret Renkel just sort of lives along the back here, and she is the New York Times' columnist from Nashville. Her husband teaches at uh, MBA, and many years ago she taught at Harpeth Hall but now she writes for the New York Times and she wrote a piece at the end of October on turning 60. And she said, as I turn 60, why is it I feel that I'm 22? Interesting comment. But she also, in that article, talks about a friend who, on her 60th birthday, sent her a copy of a poem called The Flower by George Herbert, who was one of the great poets of the 17th century and a priest of the Church of England. And I'm going to just quote a little from that. Grief melts away like snow in May, as if there were no such cold things. Who would have thought my shriveled heart could could have recovered greenness. And then, just a few verses long on, he says, more in age I bud again. Age is a time about budding and flourishing, green shooting, as it were, in a different way than we had when we were younger. Age is a different kind of renewal than the renewal of growing up and growing into adulthood. It's a different kind of loving and serving. And yet it's that which God calls us to as we get older. And Hannah was clearly someone who used the whole of her life in the service of God when she was a young woman wanting a baby when she was at an old woman standing beside the man who she had born and who was now leading the nation out of the gutter and to the place where God wanting it to be value the elderly but also remember those of you who are younger it's not going to be long before you are elderly and how are you going to use those senior years those bonus years Amen